0: You're listening to the Jesus for Everyone podcast, a podcast where we talk about the intersection of faith and social justice, and what a first century Jewish prophet of the poor from Galilee offers us today in our work of love, compassion, and justice. To support this podcast, go to renewedheartministries.com and click donate. With so many here in the U.S. having experienced the losses of unimaginable magnitude, does Mark's Version of the Jesus story still offer us today any concrete hope and encouragement toward our hopes for a just and safe, compassionate world. Welcome to the Jesus for Everyone podcast. My name is Herb Montgomery, and this is episode 355, and our title is Reimagining Our World in 2021. Mark's stories about Jesus begin in Mark 1, 14 through 15, with the words, Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom. Of God has come near, repent and believe the good news. If the scholars have rightly determined when Mark's gospel was written, it was written at a time when many Jewish followers of Jesus were trying to find purpose after the devastation of jerusalem the temple and the temple state that had that had functioned from there uh, political tensions with rome had escalated to an uprising to to war and eventually ruin. With Jerusalem devastated, Mark draws our attention away from a Jerusalem centered movement and to a, a-, a Galilean centered movement rooted in the teachings of the itinerant Jesus. Mark's gospel. It also redefines that term kingdom. Uh, the, the kingdom, the 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 term kingdom comes. The language of kingdom comes from the apocalyptic book of Daniel's uh, vision of the Son of Man in Daniel chapter seven. But in Mark's gospel, Jesus is uh, 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 the Messiah. Mark one one, and this label it. it, it had yet not become Christianized, nor had it become anti-Semitic. It was still associated with with many Jewish liberation movements whose anointed ones or messiahs promised liberation from Rome. Rome's most recent response to these messiahs had raised Jerusalem to the ground. The Hebrew prophets called for social justice and liberation of the oppressed, and they located that rest on earth, with Jerusalem being the center to which the entire world would flock, and now Jerusalem is no more. Today in 2021, in the wake of, of the present COVID-19 pandemic, with so many here in the U.S. having experienced losses of unimaginable magnitude, does Mark's version of the Jesus story still offer us today any concrete hope and encouragement toward our hopes for a just and safe, compassionate world? How does the gospel of Mark call us to reimagine a just society in 2021? And we're going to consider this and and more and short uh, 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 episode this week, if Mark could offer good news or gospel in the midst of such loss for its intended audience, then maybe we can find some here too. So in in this climate, Mark's gospel reimagines the kingdom of this son of man from Daniel. Could an end of violence and injustice and oppression rise out of Galilee rather than Judea. If we compared Judea and Galilee in the first century, we'd find ethnic, geographic, political, economic, cultural, linguistic, and and religious differences between them. Matthew and Mark, they emphasize the Galilean context, while Luke's gospel in the book of Acts, they center its Jesus stories. They they center those Jesus stories in Jerusalem, and, and then from there, they grow through Paul to the, to the, rest of the world. But Mark's gospel, which is believed to be the earliest written in our Christian scriptures, uses the Greek term for, for good news or gospel uh, euangelion. And this originally was neither a religious nor a Christian term, but was instead a, a political, political term that announced a new status quo. Whenever Rome would conquer a territory, it would send out an evangelist who would proclaim to the conquered territory the gospel or the good news that they were now under the rule of the peace of Rome or the Pax Romana. And the messenger would announce that Caesar was the son of God and Rome was the savior of the world. And they would proclaim that Rome's dominion would give the conquered territory a newfound prosperity and peace. And I'm going to give you some references to how this language was used by the Roman empire in this week's eSight. The challenge for Mark's audience would have been that Rome, the the supposed savior and, and Caesar, the son of God, had obliterated Jerusalem and the Jewish temple. The Roman term gospel communicated the arrival of a new social order, but for the Jewish people, Rome's order had failed in the most harmful way possible. The Jesus of Mark's gospel took this term and announced the kingdom of God rather than the kingdom of Rome. And I I prefer Reverend Dr. Kelly Brown Douglas's term God. God's just future rather than kingdom. Given the patriarchal and politically problematic nature of, of of kingdoms for us today, but never once does the Jesus of Mark offer people a way to get to heaven. Rather, he travels the Galilean countryside announcing a new social order here and now, just like the Roman gospel did. But this was in opposition to Rome's failed order. The political and economic social order among the elite families of the temple state of Jerusalem had proven incapable of stemming social unrest and uprising, and therefore— preventing what would eventually be Rome's backlash and, and raising of Jerusalem. And, and although Jerusalem was no more by the time that Mark's written, Jesus teaches in the justice traditions of the Hebrew prophets. And it's this just world that's envisioned by the prophets and Jesus that Mark is saying is still possible even without Jerusalem. Mark's gospel answers yes. God's just future is still possible if we'll choose it. Old geographical expectations uh, about the new social order would have to change. But, but Mark could still envision the hope of a just, safe, compassionate world with a place for all of us through his Jesus and his teachings. And today, I think we have to hold on to the hope that a different iteration of our world is possible too, even in the midst of some of the things we may have lost over the course of the last year. Uh, there's also this phrase, repent, and believe. Mark's gospel calls its audience to repent and believe the good news. And it almost sounds tone-deaf in the face of Rome. Yet, yet this language of, of repentance and belief, remember, it wasn't purely religious. For Mark's audience, the call to repent and believe a gospel different than Rome's would have been deeply political. The Greek word here for repent, it means to rethink something, to think differently about things, or to reconsider. And Mark Mark's Jesus proclaims a gospel that invited a radical rethinking of how to order society. Jesus was calling his followers to reassess their values and to begin placing the vulnerable at the center of those values, not just the wealthy elite. This rethinking applied to both those being oppressed by the current social order and to those who were oppressing them. And today, too, we can predict that exploitative systems and economic structures they have to change or humanity will cease to exist. Mark's audience had seen exploitation's destructive end. They had witnessed the, the destruction of Jerusalem, and the ever-burning fire of violence between oppressors and the oppressed had escalated till Jerusalem stood smoldering. The Greek phrase for repent and believe, it's the phrase that's used in other contexts other than just Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Josephus's autobiography, for example, records in an event that took place where he tried to end various Galilean seditions without bloodshed, Josephus engaged with the captain of, of the brigands who were in the confines of a Roman jail cell and told him that he would forgive what had been done already if he would repent of it and be faithful to me, or Josephus, hereafter. And Josephus was requiring this brigand to abandon the violent revolution, revolutionary inclinations and to trust Josephus for a better way. Josephus, in this context, uses this same phrase that Mark places on the lips of Jesus, this repent and believe, this metanoisen kai pistos emoi. And and, and whereas Josephus blamed brigands and Jewish rebels for the destruction that Rome wreaked on Jerusalem, Today, we'd call that victim-blaming. Rome chose to economically exploit the people in Galilee and Judea Judea through uh, uh, client kings and the temple state's high priests, and then when the people had finally been bled dry and couldn't take any more, Rome chose to respond by leveling Jerusalem to the ground. Mark's gospel lifts this phrase of repenting and believing uh, uh, to call its audience not to the passive acceptance. That Josephus offered, but to reimagine what a just world could look like even in the wake of such devastation and setback. 2020 has been a devastating year for so many. In 2021, our social orders will still prioritize and privilege some while marginalizing and subjugating others. In our world, white people are privileged over people of color. We just saw an example of that this week. Uh, 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 men are privileged over women. Rich are privileged over the poor. Those defined as straight and cis are privileged over those who identify as LGBTQ. And the formerly educated are, are privileged over those who are equally intelligent but have not had the same opportunities. What is Marx, Jesus saying to us today? A different iteration of our world is possible, even now, if we would collectively choose it. And it'll take Us choosing it together. Mark's Jesus story subverts the present structures and offers a way of imagining our world where people matter over power, over privilege, over property, and over profit. And just as it did for Mark's original audience, this reimagining of our present world involves a radically new way of thinking about redistributing resources with with the values of compassion, justice, equity, and, and concern for safety. The well-being and and thriving of those that the present system leaves vulnerable to harm. And This vision is of a world of of social structures rooted in love for all, as Dr. Emily Town states, as and, and as we as Renew Heart Ministries are are fond of of quoting. If we begin with the belief that God loves everyone, justice isn't very far behind. And in the words of Mark's Gospel, when we start with love a just future has come near. Again, our passage this week is Mark 1 15. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God, saying the time is near. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Heart group application this week again. We are still in the midst of a COVID-19 pandemic, and so we are asking all of our heart groups here in 2021 to continue not meeting together physically at this time. Stay virtually connected with each other, um, but <clears throat> but don't meet together where you're not able to to practice that physical distancing. Uh, when you you do go out, until the vaccine has been received by by uh, our population, keep a six foot distance between you and others. Remember to wear a mask and continue washing your hands to stop the spread of the virus and make sure you're practicing the resource sharing and the mutual aid that we find in the teachings of Jesus with others in your heart group. Make sure that others in your group have what they need and, and, and work with your group to prioritize protecting those that are that are most vulnerable among us. Number one this week, share something that spoke to you from this week's e-site or podcast episode with your heart group. What jumped out to you in so spoke something to you. Number two, justice is what love looks like in public. Take a moment to reimagine how you'd like to see our world reshaped this week, and then discuss some of your reimagining with your group. And then lastly, number three, what can you do this week, big or small, to continue setting in motion the work of shaping our world into a safe, compassionate, just home for everyone. Thanks for checking in with us today right where you are. Keep living in love, choosing compassion, taking action, and working towards justice. I love each one of you dearly. I'll see you next week.